0: what's happening friends welcome to friday show like i say every morning morning studio morning we're gonna start the show today with a game and i want to bring on carrie in texas who is sitting on hold ever so patiently carrie good morning how are you
1: good morning bobby i am so blessed to be speaking to you how about you
0: you know i feel the same way about you how long have you been listening to the show
1: I've been listening to the show forever. Well, I was actually talking about you this morning, you were on the radio driving to town, and my friend in the car was like, "I haven't listened to him in forever. I just saw you at the iHeart Country Music Fest, October 30th in Austin."
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't remember a date or a year to save my life when something happened, but you just fired off October 30th, and you saw me host and perform with Eddie, and you had a good time.
1: I sure did. I had a blast. Y'all are the best. Mm.
0: Oh, we should get carry on more often. We should have gonna kind of lead the show every day. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a chance here for you, Carrie, to win a one hundred dollar gift card. For you can you can spend it wherever you want, but it's courtesy of our friends at the Op Games. And we're gonna play Name That Christmas Sound. So how this is gonna work, Carrie. Okay. We're gonna have five of these. If you can get three of five, you will win. But you also get to pick a partner here. Now, Amy won last time. I'm gonna take her off the board. Ooh, Amy, yes. I'm sorry. So you can pick. Oh, Oh, she wanted me.
2: Wow. Wow. I mean, I'm Mr. Christmas. I want lunchbox.
0: Okay. You want lunchbox? Yeah. I want
3: lunchbox.
0: I'll take things woman never said for a thousand, Alex. (laughs) Baby. Okay. uh, You and lunchbox will then compete as a team. Can you get three out of five? That's the question. Are you ready, Carrie?
3: I'm ready, sir.
0: All right. Here we go. This is Christmas sound number one. (laughs)
2: That's a train. Yeah, we don't even need to talk about it. That's a little toy train. That's a toy train. Yay, I got one out of five. That's
0: right. Choo-choo. Wait, we haven't given you the answer yet, Carrie. Hold on. Uh, Carrie, you have to say your answer, then say lock it in. Oh,
3: lock
1: it in, baby. <laughs> train,
0: Same. lock it in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, is it a toy train? Yes, it is. There's one. Okay. Let's Yee-haw. go to number two. Oh. That's a hard one to hear. We got Maybe. that one. It is. What's that one, Lunchbox? That's ice skating. Lock it in. Yeah, baby. <laughs> ice skating. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Carrie, say the answer and then say, lock it in. Ice skating, lock it in. There it is. All right, show me. Is it ice skating? There you go. Good. Hey, I love you, Um, Lunchbox. I love you too. You're amazing. This is weird. (laughs) So are you, buddy. It's like, all right. Uh, Okay, Ray, play the next one.
4: Uh oh, baby. You got it? Yeah.
2: Lunchbox, you got
0: it? Yeah. What is it? That's an ice pick, man. You're <sighs> cracking the ice and getting What is getting it? Scrape. Don't say I- don't make any noise. Yeah, they have to stop. agree. Yeah, do you want to hear it again, Carrie? Yes, please. What do you guys have there? Lunchbox?
2: What is it? Look, Carrie, it's something. It's where you're chipping ice or snow off of something, and then you cause it to fall off. I don't know if it's off the roof or off your car, but you're and then you hear it all shh fall off. So I don't know if it's a ice scraper for the car windshield, but uh, that's my best guess.
1: No, it's not an ice scraper. <laughs> That was bang, bang,
2: bang. Well, that's why I had ice pick, but I don't know <laughs> where you use an ice pick and have, make snow fall like that, because I don't live in the snow capital of the world.
1: Well, sir, that's I don't avalanche. either. I live deep in the heart of Texas, my friend. I
0: know. Um, where the stars okay, are. I need to answer. I need an answer and, and answer, and I'll lock it in. And it could be an avalanche.
1: Somebody beating a turkey. Lock it in.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> What? Is it someone beating a turkey? <laughs> no. It is actually cutting down a tree, and here's the sound again. Yeah. The
5: leaves. There's a tree. Dang. Yeah. Well, that's
0: okay.
3: Uh, and who still, uses an to axe to
2: cut down up. a tree?
5: People getting firewood? Uh, We're not
2: in third grade. No,
5: people in Colorado all uh, the why time. Why would
0: third graders use an
6: axe? I meant, <laughs> I, meant, <laughs> <no> <laughs> sense. I
0: meant 300s, but okay. <laughs> I couldn't think of it. The 300s? Okay. <laughs> here is the next one. See if you can name the sound. That's a quick one. I'm going to play it for you again. That was it? Yeah, here it is.
5: <laughs> yeah, I got it. What?
2: What? Don't do it again. I mean, it's throwing a firework. snowball. Oh, she says firework. He says throwing what? A snowball. I mean, the whoosh, whoosh, and it breaks.
1: Okay, I go with a lunchbox. Snowball, lock it in. Boom.
0: Is it, a, is it throwing a snowball? It is. There it is. We have a winner. Yeah. yeah!
3: You're amazing. Nice $100 shot. gift card.
0: Yes. <laughs> you won a $100 gift card courtesy of our friends at the Op Games with games like Hues and Q's, the game where you everybody sees colors differently, so it's a lot of fun, and Blank Slate that we play here on the air. The Op Games has the perfect games for Christmas, and you won $100, Carrie. Thank you for listening. Okay. Uh, thank you. Let's get going with today's show. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Show starts now. It's that time. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I love your show. Wanted to ask for some advice. At work, I sit at the front desk since I am the office administrative assistant. My boss happens to sit in the cubicle behind me and apparently overhears conversations that I have at my desk. I know this because when I have meetings with her, she provides me feedback on conversations that she overhears. Recently, she asked me, Was that Joe you were on the phone with? (laughs) And then proceeded to ask me questions pertaining to the conversation that I had. I feel so uncomfortable knowing that she is listening to me while I'm at my desk. I feel like I have no privacy. I don't know how to handle this. Do I ask her to stop listening? I know she can hear me. Do I report this to HR? I am now self-conscious knowing that she is hearing everything and she isn't listening in. Thanks. I hope you can help from anonymous employee. The problem here is it's work. And if you're in an open area spot and your boss is near, she kind of has the right to hear what you're talking about.
5: Yeah. you Don't go to HR on your no boss. Way. Dick, no way. And don't a, even
0: make that a confrontational situation. No. You either have to just have conversations that it's okay for the boss to listen to or get a new job. Yeah. Like,
5: what are you talking about at work? And what's like, Joe up to these right. days? <laughs> right.
0: right <laughs> you know? So it's, there's really nothing that she can do here.
5: Yeah. If it's that personal, you need to get up and walk outside. hmm
0: Yes. Have the personal, or maybe you just don't have personal conversations at work unless it's like a big time situation. Yeah,
5: that's what I mean. If you have to have a conversation, then you take, you do it on your cell phone and you go outside and you walk around to where nobody can hear you. And then everything else is, you know, you avoid your boss listening in.
0: You don't have normal human rights at work. Mm -hmm. You have work rights at work. So you should probably just be on the phone. Well, listen, we're not. We're all. We're all over here messing up. We're we're twi- tweeting during work and stuff too. But I'm saying, if our boss was sitting next to us and watching everything we were doing, that would be okay. We just wouldn't be able to tweet. We just wouldn't be able to be on the internet.
5: Could you imagine if I went to HR with something about? You, like,
0: you know what I'd say? Of- she shops all morning long. I'd go right to HR2 and be like, she's going to talk about me. I look at her computer. All she's doing is buying dresses a lot. her. Yeah. Oh. Okay. You want to try that?
5: I just was giving an example.
0: <laughs> I'm loaded up, though. I got it's one like for all literally of you. You're all going down.
5: Slamming you. Um, I was just saying that's probably not the best move, but you, I would come to you first and that's it. Like, So if she really wants to say something, she can go to the boss and maybe set a boundary. But
0: but don't do that. But there's that. no boundary to set, right? Because the boss is literally sitting in their chair mm-hmm. where their, their maybe cubicle is. We,
5: well, maybe that you don't need input on your phone calls. Like You don't need someone because that's a boundary is other people's thoughts and opinions.
4: Yeah, I would avoid that, though. I know. And cubicles are deceiving because you think that since the walls are so high, nobody can hear you. But guess what? They Everyone can. can hear you. It's like airplanes. The people behind you can hear everything you're saying. You're just SOL. Mm-hmm. I think that's
0: what we're going to say with this. You're SOL. Have your personal calls away from the boss. Otherwise, because she is your boss and she is sitting close and that's where she sits, she's going to be able to hear everything that you do. Yeah. Or get a new job. <laughs> it really?
4: Yeah.
0: Maybe ask to be moved for a different reason that isn't the boss. Hey, this, there's a, it's really windy, and I'm really cold under this vent in this spot. Can I be moved to a different cubicle? There are those kind of creative ways around it, too. Mm.
5: But really, I'm kind of curious what's going on with Joe.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can she write back and tell <laughs> Any us Any more about details? Joe? <laughs> Sorry. Mostly your SOL. My advice would be, if you can, ask to be moved for a reason that is not about this. Find a different reason to be moved, if possible. Morgan, if they want to email us, what do they do?
6: Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We got your email and we read it on
0: the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Fun
7: Fact
0: Friday. Yeah. Amy, do you look all week long for these facts? Yeah, I mean, I
5: try to compile things that y'all are going to actually find interesting. That's the hard part.
0: Okay, Fun Fact Friday, 5 to 1. Let's go. Number So in
5: 1988, Michael Jackson dropped Dirty Diana from a London concert set list out of consideration for the fact that Princess Diana was going to be in the audience, (laughs) and he didn't want Uh to sing Dirty Diana to her. Well, she heard about this decision, and she actually asked
0: him to perform the song because it was one of her favorites. Uh, Play this from the beginning again and just turn it up.
1: She says there's no turning back.
0: I like Michael Jackson's music. I would consider myself a pretty big fan. I I couldn't sing along with the song. I I'd never heard this I've never song. heard it before I've now. I've heard it, but I couldn't sing along with it. But I guess at the time it was probably big cuz it was new. Yeah. Also, that's funny. Mm-hmm. He's like I'm not, you know.
5: And she's like, "Please play it. Who cares if I'm going to be there?"
0: Number 4.
5: So, how many minutes of actual playing time do you think happens during a baseball game?
0: Ooh. Well, let's say a game is three and a half hours which long, which is how
5: they how long they tend to be. Mm-hmm.
0: And let's say there's a play that's about
5: this blew my mind when I read seven it.
0: seven seconds. But pitching's involved in all that, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm gonna go 26 minutes.
5: Okay. Well. An average baseball game has only about 18 minutes of active active playing time. Active playing time. But a
0: lot of baseball, though, is what's going to happen next. Tim reading the sign, making a decision based on what they see. But you look at football, too, honestly.
5: I mean, yeah, that's a real. Yeah.
0: I mean, soccer, a lot of action. You're watching the whole time. Yeah. But baseball is the slowest of the sports. Crazy. Yeah three.
5: So getting an oil change for a Bugatti can cost up to $25,000. Now, you know the fancy car Bugatti?
0: I wouldn't know it if it drove by me, but I've heard the term.
5: Okay, well, the car itself is $2 million. Mm. So if you own this car and then, yeah, you need to get the oil changed on it, it's going to cost you $25,000. Like
0: they say, if you can't afford to fix it, you can't afford to buy it. Correct. And that's why it's so expensive. unbelievable. Isn't that wild? If one time Time Mike D and I were at my house and we saw a Bentley.
5: Hmm. Just you, you were at your house and you saw a Bentley
0: parked on the side of the road. Oh, okay. Outside of our house, mm. and we were like, "There's a Bentley down there," and we, and we couldn't believe it because no one ever parks a Bentley on the side of the road near our house. We went down, Mike. What kind of car was it? Uh, Hyundai Genesis. It's a Hyundai Genesis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they, they do, do look the love. same. Oh, yeah.
0: They have like the same
5: uh-huh. like logo looking thing. Yeah.
0: yeah, we don't know the difference. <laughs> I wouldn't know a Bugatti if it drove up beside me. Number two.
5: Okay, any guesses on what the first song in space was back in 1965? This is the first thing that ever got played in space.
0: 65 bones. 65. Think about it. Yeah. So initially I would think they would try to be funny and be like, some people call me the space cowboy, but that was later on. It yeah. was in the 70s. But in space in the 60s, was it a pop song? No. It wasn't? No. It wasn't like the Beatles or anything?
5: Nope. I'll give you a hint. Well, let me play you the clip. Okay. Jingle, bells,
0: jingle Oh, I would never. We'd have done a thousand <laughs> songs. I would have never gotten in. That's cool, though.
5: And so, yeah, this is actually in the Guinness World Record for being the first song ever played in space. I mean, as far as we know.
0: Ooh. 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 Okay. All right, what else? Number one.
5: So nobody knows how to open the entire vault at Fort Knox. Not one single person knows how to open the whole thing up. It's done in phases through different people only being trained in their particular thing. And it's put together like a puzzle to unlock it.
0: So no one... Can get in and steal all the gold,
5: exactly. Or if like if one person knew, maybe that person could get kidnapped, and then they oh now know, you're talking now you're next Force it level. out of them. Mm-hmm. But then if like however many people know, you'd have to make sure you kidnap every single person and then put them together like a puzzle.
4: That's so smart, so smart. Like making it, sure that
0: everybody that, that one person doesn't have all the control.
4: Yeah, like one person only has like ten percent of whatever you need to open that vault. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder if they have
0: backup people, though. Because if one person mm-hmm. dies, who knows how to do it? Yeah. Oh, surely. Good point. Is there a... What was that show called? Uh, designated Survivor? Yes! yes. That's that such show a good was so show. good. Is yeah. it still
5: around?
4: I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: <laughs> so. They brought it back to Netflix for a second, then it died again. <laughs> uh, yeah. no. Fun fat Friday. Yay!
6: Yeah. Yeah. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood, Morgan Number 2, 30 Second Skinny. Jason Aldean released a new song from his upcoming album, Georgia. The album is coming out on April 22nd, and here is the song called Whiskey Me Away. I
5: know I've had a few, yeah, but I was
6: Lainey Wilson, Chase Rice, and Granger Smith released a collaboration called Beer Song that will be on Hick's Tape Volume 2. Here it is.
3: Fill me up, be heavy, slam for a pot, pretty little country girl sitting to right. All I want to do is drink a beer with my
4: buddies, drink a beer with my buddies and the country all night.
6: Casey Musgraves is on this week's episode of Sesame Street. She sang a song about deciding her favorite color. Here is her singing All the Colors of the World. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. <laughs>
0: It's time for the good news with
6: Amy.
5: Tell me something good. So a father and a daughter were in an overnight plane crash in Pennsylvania. So obviously this dad is a pilot. So he was taking off from a local airport with his daughter and they crashed in a field. Well, luckily the daughter had her iPad with her and the Air Force was able to find their exact location by tracking an iPad that pinged off a local tower. And here's the thing, like it was really cold when they crashed. So there's so many good parts to this. First of all, that they survived the crash, they were able to huddle together to stay warm like they were suffering from hypothermia so luckily they were able to get to them just in time and then yeah that the the air force was able to use the iPad to find them
0: the fact they survived a plane crash just by itself is crazy. They lived after that plane crashed. And secondly, maybe they turned that fireplace app on the iPad where it just says the fire. Oh, and that's yeah. how they stayed warm. Mm, no. See, the, the iPad could save saved them multiple <laughs> ways. All right, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's Friday, so let's play Easy Trivia. So we Google Easy Trivia for Kids. This is what comes up. Each round, the questions get a little bit harder. Eddie is the two-time defending champion. He has (laughs) his tiara on right now. He's wearing the the championship tiara. Yeah, I don't know if that shines from your bald head or the crown. Here we go. (laughs) First round's always unmissable. Amy, what two colors are a typical soccer ball?
5: Black and white.
0: That is correct. Amy, what's your favorite sport?
5: Ooh, I like so many sports, but I'll go with tennis.
0: That's your favorite sport? Oh. Yeah. Do you watch a lot of
5: tennis? I like watching tennis. I like playing tennis. Huh. Yeah, when's for the, sure. When's
0: the last time you watched tennis? You think?
5: I don't know. Whenever like a Wimbledon's on.
0: <laughs> Wimbledon. <laughs> yes. When's the last time you played tennis?
5: Um, I play it in my head a lot. Yeah. Like I want my. Huh. I have a girlfriend that's on a tennis league, and I might join.
0: Okay. Um, there you go. There's Amy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lunchbox. What's the name of the famous big red dog? Clifford. That is correct. Yeah. Lunchbox, what's your favorite sport? Uh, My favorite sport is
2: soccer. I play soccer still at age of 40. I'm in a league on Wednesday nights, and we try to win championship (laughs) after championship. Sometimes we come up a little short, and I am the team captain.
0: Also, he's the team manager, does the laundry. That's right. (laughs) I am the team captain. Yeah. Eddie, how many points is a touchdown worth in football? Oh, that is six points, Bones. That is correct.
4: Eddie, what is your favorite sport? It's funny you say football, because I love football. I don't play it, obviously. I'm too old for that. But I love watching it, and my kids love it, and they're probably going to play it, too. So.
0: And finally, Morgan, number two, what singer had a hit with Shake It Off in 2014? Taylor Swift. That is correct. And Morgan will ask you the same question as we get to know everybody a little bit. What is your favorite sport?
6: It's softball. I played it for like 12 years of my life, so it better be a favorite. Were you pretty good? I was really good. I was on a traveling national team.
0: What position did you play?
6: I played shortstop, third base, and center field.
0: There she is. Morgan. Wow. wow. Why
6: did nobody... Nobody like hits
5: Morgan up of like oh softball. She played softball, and Morgan's an athlete. I played softball too. I played tennis. tennis I have showed you all my tennis trophies.
0: Okay, Uh, it's time for easy trivia. (sighs) If you miss the question, you'll hear this sound. Uh, You've been boned. You don't want to be boned. Okay, can I get an amen? Amen, amen. Amen. Amy, easy trivia. In what city was Jesus born?
5: I'm in a. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. Bethlehem.
0: Correct. Lunchbox, which Dutch painter cut off part of his ear? Mm.
2: You know this. Oh, yeah, you try to get.
0: I I missed this the other time. This one is Van Gogh. Correct. (laughs) Who painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, Eddie?
4: Was it Michelangelo? (laughs) Or was it Da Vinci? I think Da Vinci did the, the Mona Lisa, so I'm gonna go Michelangelo. Correct.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, no, we go. That mean, was a tough yeah. one for, are, for this Yeah, yeah it was, but so He's cool. the
6: champion. Yeah, no I got, problem.
0: I got the tiara. How many colors are there in the rainbow, Morgan?
6: Ooh, Roy G. Biv. So Roy is three, G, four, Biv. B I V is another three. So one, two, mm. four, five, seven.
0: Correct. All right, Good let's job. go to the next round. Which is the nearest star to planet Earth, Amy?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Why do I get the space ones all the time?
0: What's the nearest star to Earth? I mean, I don't know. The sun. Correct. Oh, gosh. Okay. Lunchbox, how many ounces are in a pound? It was so hard. <laughs> no, it's not. It's You're 16 ounces. Correct. Wow.
5: I wish Eddie would have gotten that one. I,
4: mean, I would have gotten it wrong. <laughs> Eddie, who wrote the autobiography of Mark Twain? Trickster. Autobiography Mark Twain did. Nice. <gasps> Trick
6: question. <laughs> yeah, you try <tried> to get <laughs> but me. Well, I would have um, said
4: Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> How many weeks are there in one year,
0: Morgan?
6: <laughs> oh, gosh. <clears throat> I got to do math in my head. There's 300... 300- <laughs> We're going to be here in uh, a minute. Should we got a commercial?
0: <laughs> <don't>
6: how, many, <laughs> how many weeks fair, in a I'm year? I'm bad at There's 365 days. All right, we're
0: going to play Stairway to Heaven. We'll come back <laughs> um, at the end of this.
6: Seven <laughs> days in a week. 56 weeks.
0: Incorrect. Uh, Guys.
6: 52. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. You've I, been yep. booed. My math was at 54, and you then I just rounded up. <laughs> yeah.
0: Morgan has been eliminated. Three remaining. Amy Yin is the currency in what country?
5: Yen. Okay. China.
4: It's Japan. myself? You've been boned. I you, thought it was Korean. What did they do in Squid Game? You've been boned. But they were had yen too. No.
0: Uh, Lunchbox. What's the biggest United State by area? The biggest state. Don't worry. Area. You don't have to repeat it. Okay. <laughs> it's Alaska. Correct. <laughs>
4: Uh, Cocky. Eddie,
0: I-X in Roman numerals represents what number? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Okay, so the X is 10. The I before the 10 is one minus that, so give me nine. Correct. We're down to two. Uh,
5: <gasps> come on,
0: Lunchbox. Stop it, Amy.
4: <laughs> lunchbox, what color is chlorophyll?
0: <laughs> what? What color is chlorophyll? What is chlorophyll? Yeah, what is that? You guys. What color is chlorophyll? Amy, you missed.
5: I know this one though.
0: Okay, but you can't get back. What is? She's got a yellow card. <laughs> Turn on my Another mic off. one bone. What, yeah. what is chlorophyll? I don't even know what that word is. What is chlorophyll? I'm not asking that question. <laughs> what color is chlorophyll? <laughs>
2: what is chlorophyll? Clear.
0: Incorrect. I don't even know what chlorophyll is. Is, is that what a plant? You- it's green. Oh, oh, yeah, it's green. What? Eddie for the win. Okay. What's the capital
4: of Thailand? Hmm. Thailand? Wow, I was thinking, like, I started to think American states, capital, but no, Thailand. Go, go, quick, quick, quick. Think. Uh, I don't know of any other city in Thailand other than Bangkok, so just give me Bangkok.
0: Did Lunchbox get boned? No. Let's bone him. (laughs) (laughs) You've been boned.
4: Eddie is our winner, Bangkok!
0: Yeah,
2: (laughs)
1: Bangkok! Yeah!
0: The show is so annoyed with you. Like (laughs) these three are so disgusted with you in this game. No, I'm not really disgusted. I just,
2: I mean, I'm proud of of Are You happy for me? No, I don't like you, but I'm not gonna be happy for you. I'm not. I'm
0: just. I just. I wish I knew what Cora was. There he is,
2: Eddie again. What a day!
6: We're
0: in the tiara, getting closer to another championship. Yes, sir. Nice job, dude. I saw someone who waited 15 hours to be the first person inside of the new whataburger near kansas city this is from fox 4kc but her name's laura ferguson she waited for 15 hours she wanted to be there but i don't think you get anything at whataburger like you do chick-fil-a people wait in front of a chick-fil-a for a week because they get a year's worth of chick-fil-a if they're like one of the first hundred customers oh at whataburger what do you get fresh fresh chicken strips fresh hamburger
4: But, Eddie, I was thinking about you, because I know you will drive 30 minutes out of your way to go to Whataburger. Let me tell you this. During the Thanksgiving break, I was in Florida, and there was a Whataburger there. I waited for 45 minutes for my Whataburger in the drive through line. And I'm like, this is so worth it. I have nowhere to be. They're building one in our town now are you yes. still driving over to see how the updates on it i haven't in a couple of weeks but somebody dm me a picture and it looks ready to go i checked the internet just yesterday to make sure that i didn't miss the grand opening i don't think it's open yet but as soon as it is i'm gonna be there lunchbox you can make the news she made the news for this that's a good call
2: yeah i mean if if i can have a day off i'll go away for 15 hours
0: Let's find out when it opens. Hopefully it's on a weekend and he can just leave Friday after the show. He No, he could yeah. call in.
2: Yeah. Right? Thank you, Amy. Yeah. Exactly. He
5: could go on a Thursday or Friday and call and give live updates.
2: Get a nice tent. <laughs> get an air mattress. I mean, we should be good to go. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out what's up.
4: Here's Amy's pile of stories.
5: Okay, Bobby, do you like eggnog?
0: No, no, not at all. And I like eggs and I'm... Cool with Nog. I don't know. No,
5: no. Uh, do you like ranch dressing?
0: Yeah, I'm okay with ranch. I don't, it's not my favorite, but I'd put it up there. I'd give it a B, a solid B.
5: Well, Hidden Valley Ranch is selling ranch Nog.
0: Huh.
5: So oh. I don't know. If you're looking for a fun gift for someone that likes Hidden Valley Ranch, you can go to their website, hiddenvalley.com, and get this limited edition holiday ranch Nog kit where they can make their own at home.
0: I don't think this is going to be selling like the Reese's pie. You can write this down. This is not going to be a big seller. It just, I don't think people like generally people don't like eggnog. Am I wrong?
5: I don't. I feel like it's 50-50. I don't know. Okay,
0: let's do a survey of the room. Okay. Who loves eggnog? eggnog? Say I. Aye. Aye. Oh, got one.
5: Anybody else? Okay. No.
0: All right. Whoa. Nope. Okay. So you, you're aren't you drinking eggs? That sounds disgusting.
6: No, it kind of tastes like it's like an alcoholic milk beverage. It's kind of like a milkshake. Honestly, it's a yeah, yeah.
0: Is it sweet? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, I like it then. Never mind. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I love sugar. All right, Amy, what else?
5: Well, a new survey found that radio is still the top way Americans listen to music, yes. specifically radio in the car. And that's number one globally as well.
0: Hey, good for radio, but I don't care if people want to listen to music. I want them to listen to us talk.
5: Oh, I figured I'd put us in that category, right?
0: Radio is still the biggest thing. It's been around forever. So at times, it's not the sexiest. But obviously it's massive, and our advertisers can vouch for that because if you advertise on our show, all of a sudden you're a Fortune 500 company. Am I right, everybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That being said, I, when I hear that story, I don't get extremely excited. I want people to come and be like, I want to hear the Bobby Bone show and hear them talk because they can hear music at, on other stations. You know, yeah. So do that survey and let me know.
5: OK, I'll, I'll check that one out, which speaking of people being in their cars is something that I just saw a headline that when you're driving, like say you're driving for an hour. They did a study that you'll touch your face, s- scratch your face, touch your nose, your mouth, your eyes, whatever. Twenty six times in that hour
0: my fingers in my mouth right now
5: does that see i mean it just feel like we touch ourselves like our face like so hey, much and we're trying I, I heard to, that okay. okay hey
0: most of my 20s All you right. know what i'm saying back hey. to
5: music clay walker and tracy lawrence uh, announced a mini tour early next year so march of 2022 they'll be hitting the road we'll play some clay walker here if i could make a living out of love you i'd be a millionaire So you can get tickets, they go on sale today, tracylawrence.com or claywalker.com.
0: I want to go back to the radio thing for a second. Okay. Uh No, no, no. It's a good thing, (laughs) right? I feel like we have a relationship with our listeners that is so much more intimate than any other medium. And I say radio, anything that can come on your phone to me is radio. It can be a podcast, it can be a radio show. It can be, if you're listening to audio, that's radio to me. Like I hope and I feel like we are our listeners companions as they go to work, as they are at work, listen to the podcast, as they're running, as they're picking up their – like I feel like that's where our relationship is. We get on here and talk about extremely personal things sometimes, hopefully some relatable things, hopefully some things we are like they're absolutely nuts. But there is no more personal of a medium than this. And I do TV now. I didn't always get to. I didn't grow up and you know get to do TV. This is only a, a later part of my career. But it's not near as personal. This is my still my favorite thing to do and what moves the needle the most. So I would just like to say that. Anything you want to say about that, Amy?
5: Yeah, no, I mean, I was seeing because uh, when I'm doing some other things, like I've been, con- um, what's content not contemplating, but I've been thinking of what gives me joy. And mm-hmm. it's this, what we do here and things that are tied to this that I think I've been able to realize lately That that's where I want to focus most of my energy because I kind of started spreading myself out a little bit, and I I agree. This is what fills me up more. So I this is what I want to do.
0: This and eggnog are two fillers (laughs) for sure. (laughs) If I'm bringing it all the way back around. Mm -hmm. Okay, Amy, thank you.
5: Yep, I'm Amy. That's my pile.
4: That was Amy's pile of stories. (laughs) It's time for the good news with Lunchbox.
2: 13 years ago, Abraham was born with a rare blood disorder, so at the age of 13, he had to have a bone marrow transplant. Everything went great, and Make-A-Wish said, hey, you have this rare disorder, you're eligible for a Make-A-Wish. So he thought and thought, what do I want to do with my Make-A-Wish? And they were driving home from the doctor one day, and he said, mom, I want my Make-A-Wish to feed the homeless. So they set up a food kitchen in Mississippi, and they fed the homeless for a weekend, and now they're going to do it every third
0: Saturday of the month for a year. Wow. Wow. I'd have probably wanted to meet Tom Brady if I was 13, but that's awesome for that kid.
2: Yeah, and then he's going to start a nonprofit after that called Abraham's Table, so
0: hopefully it will go on for longer than a year. Oh, wow. That's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy, do you ever use Shazam? No. Never, How huh? You don't hear a song and put your finger on the button and it tells you what the song is?
5: No, I should. I guess I just kind of r- try to remember the lyrics and then I ask like Alexa later or something.
0: So you just read the lyrics into Alexa?
5: <laughs> yeah, or I type <laughs> them in, like what song uh. says these words?
0: <laughs> oh, I, I Shazam songs all the time. <laughs> I guess Here I are should. the top five most Shazam songs of the year. Number five is that Maniskin. Hey, Sam? Maniskin. Maniskin Begging.
4: I'm begging, begging you to bet- out,
0: baby. That's kind of a jam still, huh? Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, it's a good one. Number four. I got my driver's license last week. I got my driver's license last week. Just like we
7: always.
0: Olivia Rodrigo. Boy, that song took over for a while. I don't hear it anymore, but that was a massive song. Uh, number three, Bad Habits, Ed Sheeran. My bad habits sleep too late. That's a jam. I like Sad Ed Sheeran more, if I'm just being honest
4: here. Is that him I singing? Like
0: when,
4: yeah. That sounds nothing like him. Wow. Turn it up again.
1: It doesn't, it doesn't.
4: That's definitely one Cause I would ba- Shazam because I'd be like, there's no way that's Ed Sheeran. Uh, number two, The Weeknd Savior Tears.
0: And the number one song, I don't even know what this is by looking at it. Maybe if I hear it, I'll know it. But it's uh, Masked Wolf, and it's called Astronaut in the Ocean.
4: What you know about rolling down (laughs) in the deep? TikTok, man. Yeah,
0: it's TikTok. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have sang you 10 million songs before I would (laughs) have known what Masked Wolf, Astronaut (laughs) in the Ocean was. But when I hear that, I know. No country songs on there. I did see that the biggest selling album, which is now they use a lot of things to determine selling, But in all formats, the biggest selling album was Morgan Wallen's double album. Bigger than even Olivia Rodrigo, which came in at number two. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, congrats to Morgan Wallen there. All right, there's our music catch up. Let's go over now and get in the morning corny. Amy?
5: (laughs) The morning corny. What do you call a Christmas rom-com about bread?
0: What do you call a Christmas rom-com about bread?
5: Loaf, actually.
0: That was the morning corny. On the phone right now is Amber, who lives in Iowa. Amber, good morning. What's going on?
3: I have a question for you guys. I received um, the worst Christmas present ever the other year when I asked for diamond earrings. My husband gave me a thermostat, and he uses it way more than I do. And so I was just wondering, like, have any of you guys ever received a gift that you were just completely, like, taken back by or didn't know really what it even was?
0: Well, I'll start. And I I rushed to judgment on this one. But last Christmas, we went over to Amy's house, and Amy had me a gift. And it was a basket full of books. And I thought, I'm never going to be able to read all these books. And I was like, dang, because Amy and I are very close. And I thought, Amy got me a basket full of books. I'm never going to read all these books. So I didn't even really get a gift. And I was already in my heart and my head going, dang, I got to act like this is a good gift. However, what she did get me was a a gift certificate to a place that I'm still, I haven't used yet, but I'm going to use. It was very thoughtful. So I kind of jumped the gun on being disappointed when I shouldn't have been. And Amy, I haven't shared that with you yet. Um, but for a minute I was like, I, I can't read all these books. I want a good gift. So I apologize, even though I never told you that.
5: Yeah, but you love to read. And I saw this list come out. I can't remember what, mm. who published it, but it was like the, the number one books to buy and read. So I thought, well, I ordered you every book on the list because I thought, well, he loves to Oh, I didn't even read.
0: know that. Yeah. I thought you just went to like, um, you know, half off books and just did supermarket sweep into your cart and, and no, brought it
5: me. No, no. And then the gift card inside also, I think it was all about your brain, like reading, exercise mm. your brain. The gift card was for your brain like it was all
0: thoughtful towards your brain and that's a see and I rushed to judgment going this is a crappy gift and it wasn't it was actually a great gift (laughs) didn't know that (laughs) what you never told me that's what you did you just just uh, said here's a basket full of books get out of my house
5: that's not how it went (laughs) at all but I didn't know that you were confused about the books but Mm -hmm. I get it it makes sense basket full of books does seem a little lame
0: Anyone else get a gift from someone that was like, "Ooh, I got to kind of fake it?
5: Well, I didn't I didn't do a good job faking it. But in my defense, I was young, 25, newly married, didn't know what to do. But it was my husband and I's first Christmas together. In fact, I think we weren't we were we got married on the 31st of December and it, it was December 25th. So we weren't even married yet. But he gave me a watch. I didn't I didn't I didn't ask for a watch, though. At all, I didn't really wear, I don't really wear a watch. And it was not, if I were to wear a watch, it was not a watch I would ever wear. So I opened it and I, of course, thanked him and it was fine. But then I asked him if we could exchange it somehow. Mm. And Mm. that did not go over well. At all, like he, he was hurt. yes, because he picked it out. Also, it, some people may not know this, but my husband was in the Air Force, and we got engaged and married, and he lived in England because he was stationed over there. And I guess he bought it over in London, and it was like this really special thing, and. Eventually he returned it, but it—it's I haven't lived it down. Like he has never bought me a watch again, like or any kind of jewelry. He took it very personally, and it did not go well.
0: What this segment's turning into is why we're crappy people, not right. the opposite. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lunchbox. Yeah, uh, a
2: few years back, uh, Amy got me a present, and I was like all excited, and I opened it up. <laughs> And I'm like, what is it? It was a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle.
5: Of what Obama. Crap?
2: Like, crap. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to sit around and put a thousand-piece jigsaw puzzle together. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm um, get out of here. Uh-huh. Talk about the worst <laughs> gift in the history of gifts. That's two Amy gifts
4: right there. But, I mean, that's terrible.
5: <laughs> but I. You would put it together and then frame it like some people do. And it would be you. like, I think I even gave
0: you the glue. Yeah, you did. Amazing glue for a puzzle and a puzzle. <laughs> Woo! Can't I remember we? Lunchbox, he was so angry. It think, wasn't even yeah. a disappointment. He was angry that Amy gave him a puzzle. I'm still angry.
5: <laughs> yeah, he's I think he like threw
0: it. Is it guys? I just let me just pull. And I know I'm gonna sound old saying this, but there are times now where Lunchbox just sounds like Yosemite Sam as he's gotten older. <laughs> Varmint. He's also <laughs> <laughs> I think he's also getting a little older, so it's you know, he's just
4: sounding, but yes. Anyone else want to add to this? Yeah, I got one. I mean, I don't know what my dad was thinking, but, and my dad would do sometimes like shady deals. I don't know if he had a jeweler or something that just gave him good discounts on things, but I got a ring one time and it had a, uh, it was a golden ring and it had an L on it. And I'm like, Cool. Why is there an L on it? My name is Eddie. <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, but your middle initial is L. And I'm like, I've never even acknowledged that. We've never called <laughs> me by that. It's very strange, but thank you. So, so I don't know where he got that ring or why he gifted it to me, but I got that for Christmas one year. He's like, Because I love you, man. L. Yeah, L I love
1: you. L's for love. L's yeah. for love. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> hey Amber, so what are you gonna do? Are you gonna say something to him? Is he? Are you gonna be like, Hey, can I please also get earrings? Well,
3: I have been asking for diamond earrings for like five years now, and I continue to bring up the thermostat every year, so he's probably going to hear this. And so I don't think I'll probably be getting diamond earrings this year, but I'm hopeful that he listens and, and gets me some earrings.
0: Okay, here's what we can do. Scuba Steve, let's just make an executive decision here. Yeah. We have an awesome client. Yes? Yes.
4: Yes. They
0: could probably <laughs> help her out with this. Well, I, think like, I, know where you're going. I was about to
4: text you a message here.
5: Oh, he's texting te- you something. It means he can't. Say Steve it. and I are
0: on the same on the same path here. Okay, let's see here. Okay, I'm gonna. Hey, here's what I'm gonna do for you, Amber. I'm going to give you a really nice pair of diamond earrings, and from Blue Nile, our sponsor, who. They are the best. You can go to their website, BlueNile.com. But we're, I'm just going to, since you called and you're a wonderful listener, I'm going to make sure you get a pair <laughs> of diamond earrings for Christmas.
7: This is awesome. Oh, thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Lunchbox, what's your fa- why is your face head. doing that? Well, my wife would love diamond earrings too, Bobby. <laughs> Like, I mean, she would love everyday diamond earrings. <laughs> uh, sorry, Amber, I didn't mean to cut you off. Lunchbox is making a big face. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> no, I, I'll wrap them underneath the Christmas tree and... And say that Santa brought them. Well
4: nope, Bobby Bones brought them. Yeah. Give Santa the credit <laughs> here. Yeah, they're, that's they're, 14 carat gold, one uh 14 karat gold, one karat diamond earring. So you definitely want to say they're from Bobby. What? Okay, wow. but also
5: Well, thank you so much. Well, Go she ahead. said her husband might hear this back. So I just I think that if we say to him I think he's maybe the kind Bobby that's gonna be like, heck yeah, this is awesome. Hey, great. I, that's great. Yeah. So that's so to the husband. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, and try to buy her something this year. You don't have to worry about the diamond earrings. Why would do- he buy her something? He's, He's, she's already he, got her. But he needs to not, nothing for the house, like no thermostat or Get anything
0: like brush. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't checked the Blue Nile We're just saying that they're awesome and they're going to give her these I'm, if, they, if they don't, I will buy them for you myself But I'm really sure the Blue Nile will BlueNile.com um, Big Cyber Week sale going on right now Plus through Christmas, enjoy free two-day shipping All Blue Nile orders are insured Ships free and arrives in discreet packaging That won't give away what's inside So BlueNile.com for everybody to go check out And for you, our friend Amber in Iowa Thank you for listening and Merry Christmas from the Bobby Bone Show Okay.
3: Thank you, you guys have a great holiday
0: Okay, stay on the line so we can get your information, all right?
3: Thank you. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Happy Hanukkah. We wish you a Happy monza
0: from the Bobby Bones Show. Amy, when is school out for your kids?
5: I think like December 14th or 15th or something.
0: Yeah, so... Maybe. Then Then what? Just hang out.
5: Yeah, then Christmas break. I don't, don't yeah. really know. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll see what we're doing. We're still being flexible on what our Christmas plans are. But yeah, school will be out. But my daughter was off school yesterday because the football team made it to the state championship, so they canceled school for the entire day so that people could drive to the game.
0: Okay, that's interesting and positive, I guess mostly. But what about if the parents have to work and the kids aren't going to the game?
5: Yeah, that was my question exactly. Like I was like, yay school spirit, cool, but like, parents depend on their kids being in school, and if they're not, like, I know a lot of people that didn't go to the game, so it was just like oh, it was interesting that, like, the, that school shuts down because of a football game. Um, but, I mean, I get it. I don't want to be so I'm not I'm not sore about it I just I just feel like sometimes parents get thrown these curveballs of like oh yay we made it to the we get an email and it's like football team made it to the state championship no school this day I'm like okay I could just see how that could throw some families for a loop and then my son his school it completely shut down yesterday and today because they had a COVID case and oh, really? uh huh, and so I today, I yeah, both kids home yesterday, but I was like, well, I gotta keep working. Uh, here's the food. <laughs> good
0: luck. Oh, oh good <laughs> luck.
5: Yeah, I do so, that with my
0: dog, I guess. Yeah. Like, here's your food, I'll see you later. No, uh,
5: I have the d- other activities planned for sure, but I mean, uh-huh. it just it's th- it kind of our family got thrown for a loop this week, and then my son started a brand new school this week, which he only lasted there you know, two, three days before it got shut down. But on the very first day... I went to pick him up, and the teacher came out. And she's like, "He had a great first day, uh, but he didn't. He he needs to bring a lunch. He d- he didn't eat today because you need to pack him a lunch." And I was like, "Oh, y'all don't serve food? <laughs> like, I had no idea, and I didn't send him to school with a lunch because I thought they would feed him there." And he got in the car, and he was like, "Yeah, everyone had a lunch, but me." And I just was like, "Oh, okay, mom of the year here. Minor detail that I missed. Like, I was trying to keep up with so many different things." And I failed to pack him a lunch.
0: Okay. So was, did he go hungry? Did they give him some food? What happened?
5: I mean, they gave him some snacks that they had. It wasn't like a big deal, but I just first impression with the new teachers and they have to bring him out and look at me and be like, FYI, you might want to give your kid lunch. And I was like,
0: Ugh. well, you should have told him when you leave him at home, you just put food. There's plenty of food for them. They just, they just, <laughs> I just, they just leave, leave it out there. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, yeah.
5: So, but we immediately after picking him up, we went to the grocery store right away and he got to pick out things that he would like to take to school. As a lunch, because at his other school they served lunch, so I never really yeah, what worried. What kind of about
0: school that? doesn't serve lunch? That's, I've never heard of such thing. And this secondly, one? they just gave him snacks, well, they, whatever peanuts they peanuts, while the kids are eating sandwiches. What <laughs> what I feel they have so bad hand? for them.
5: No, it's a great school. It's just way smaller. It's just more. It's they are able to. It's just a very small school. So now it makes sense to me why they don't serve lunch. I don't know why that thought they would, but now I get it. And we went and we got all the things. He picked out Lunchables and some fruits and snacks and things to have in a bag and paper sacks and we're good to go.
0: I know we talked about with your kids, these technology contracts that you're lining up to, to work with them on. Yeah. Um, I, I bought your son a PlayStation. Is that what he's playing?
5: Yes, I assume so. That's the big console thing in our, yep.
0: Oh, you don't even know. So what's the issue then what's happening with him playing these games?
5: Well, he has a friend that has a headset and wants to like, he came over and was telling him how, hey, if you get this headset and then you sign up for this thing, we can talk to each other on the headset while I'm at home and you're at home. And so uh, the headset's only fourteen ninety nine, So it's not, I mean, it's nothing like crazy, but he is only 11. And I worry about if he's online with communicating with headsets like Bobby you told me you became friends with, with a kid online and I don't I don't know that I want him to be able explain. To like- Bobby
4: explain <laughs> so, uh, this yes, a little that's bit not true. <laughs> for our listeners
0: I'd like to just pause for a second and say it wasn't a kid he's like 21 22 right uh, years old.
5: But how old was he when you met him
0: 21 it's like 21 online yeah yes
5: okay but okay all first right.
0: of all this is during COVID it wasn't like five years ago yeah and he's my and friend he's- too Amy <laughs> well, yes are and we 40. met him yes but what ha- stop it that Amy you're such an ageist (laughs) second of all this is like what happened with the Starbucks thing when you called the lady old I'm 42
5: I'm just saying Mm -hmm. I'm not chatting with 20 year old girls online
0: and I'm not chatting with (laughs) but but we played basketball together okay okay listen I got online one night and said we need another player for NBA K2K and it was me Eddie and, and two other friends and the first listener was this kid who went to school at the University of Kansas still does and I was like, okay, hop on. Now he, like, comes to shows. We're, like, best BFFs. Yeah, he's cool. But he's an adult. So, no, I, now I'm all, again, triggered because Amy said I talk to kids online and <laughs> I'm friends with them. <laughs> Not true. Well. Uh, he, he's in his 20s. But that being said, I think you your son can have a headset. You just can't let him go plug in and get in the online community. He can only hook up and play with his friend. Right. How do you manage that?
5: But though? I no I think uh, well if it, if I can't manage that or there's not a setting for that then I can't do it. it but it, I have to have it controlled where sh- he can only talk to him because that's
0: my normal. Well there will, there will be no setting. Now there's a, it's a trust thing. Oh. You, uh, you can't go here's a headset you can only talk to your friend but you can go hey you can't get in the you know the, the lobby and go play with random people online you can only play with your friend. If you catch him breaking the rules and what you do is you just go behind and put put the headset on your head and go, who am I talking to? And then see what happens. Ooh. <laughs> but,
5: I, okay. Yeah. I'm shocked that there's not a setting for that.
0: The headset is 15 bucks. I mean, no, there's not a setting.
5: Well, I th- in the, the set- game. This- in the game.
0: Well, he can only play with Trent. What? Okay. I picked <laughs> the setting Trent only.
5: Well, I'm going to figure that out. If not, we can't do this.
0: Okay. The- I, I would say as a person who plays not as much as I used to, and who also talks to kids online, apparently, I would say... You can let him have a headset, but if he ever plays with anyone but his friend, you're taking the headset away and he gets no video games for a month.
5: Well, I gotta I have to look further into this and then I will make my decision and I'll work it into the technology contract. Ooh,
0: nice. I think that's a great plan. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm on his t- I represent her kids a lot in arguments. You, you guys really do. This? Yeah, like yeah because they're you're not them. yours. That's but, why. Yeah,
5: Bobby's not you're not a dad yet. Like once <laughs> right? Bobby has kids, like everything's Yeah. In chain.
0: Let
4: me be your kids' lawyers when you have kids. Bones.
0: And that's okay, but someone has to represent them and I will do that. That job until otherwise noted. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I'm done. I'm done talking now.
4: <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: A Washington state woman and her dog were rescued from on top of her car after being caught in rising river waters. Her name's Laura Larson. She was driving with her dog, Bailey. They were driving down a gravel path near the Yakima River. She had driven down this path many times, but she wasn't prepared for what was happening. And listen, when water hits you, if it's big, you're in trouble. I mean, it'll it'll move a car. That's why they say, turn around, don't drown. But as she slowly drove down the path, the river waters began rising. It was also really foggy, and it just took a little bit, but it swept her car downstream. So she got the windows down. She grabbed her phone and they got on the roof of the car, her and the dog, and called for help. Rescuers used a drone to locate her and her dog. The car was 85% submerged. They were literally on the top part that wasn't under the water. They had to send in boats to save them. That's how fast that water rose. They were brought to shore. EMT treated her and the dog. They're all good. And she wrote on Facebook, not my proudest moment or top 10 favorite experiences, but we made it out safely by God's grace and the actions of those incredible folks. And that had to be the scariest thing ever in the history of life. That's it. All of a sudden, it's dark and it's foggy and your car's in a river. Uh, So wanted to shout out the rescuers there and also to share that story because that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, Abby, how are you this morning?
7: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. Abby's our phone screener, so if you call the show, she answers. She's the gatekeeper. She puts some people through. She holds some people back. Uh, But... Abby had kind of a, uh, an emergency situation where a lot of your money was stolen, right?
7: Yes, it was. Karma. Oh, okay.
0: N- no, listen to this. Before you guys get into that, one, I'm surprised that you had so much money in the account. How much money was stolen out of your account?
7: Uh, 15000 Wow! <laughs> yeah. you getting paid back there. <laughs> well, it was, I mean, most of it was in my savings, but I had to transfer it to cover that they were taking out of my checking.
0: So, and then what kind of an account was it?
7: Okay, so you know, like Dogecoin and Bitcoin and all those, I have three of those apps on my phone because all the guys were talking about it at work one day, you know, and I was like, I want to be rich too. And so I got all the apps and they're all, you know, joined to my bank account and I was getting texts that were saying like overdraft and I kind of... I don't know why I kind of ignored them a little bit. Cause so I was like, oh, I guess it paid my, you know, credit card. That's what it must be. I looked the next day. Yes. $15,000
0: out of, so my they account. use those apps to take money from your checking account or savings account. Mm-hmm. And then they just unloaded the money in those apps to their account.
7: I get, and I can't get in the app. That's the other issue. I can't <gasps> get in to look at where it is. And then they're not responding back to me because you have to get in the app to be able to talk to them. There's a lot. So happening. what are you going to do? I talked to my bank. They're going to be sending something in a couple of days where I have to sign to get it back. But I've been asking Scuba to help me. But
2: I... <laughs> Scuba help me? Yeah. so good listen, at that app.
0: Like I blame Raymundo because I don't think Abby's downloading a bunch of <clears throat> Bitcoin apps. If it wasn't for Raymundo talking about get-rich-quick schemes, That's actually
7: right? actually true. Yes, I sit right by him, and he's the go. one that told me to. He gave me the <laughs> right, code.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
7: like the first one.
0: <laughs> Raymundo, what? you have a lot of these schemes and you talk about, you know, what, what stocks to buy on these apps. Have you ever made any money doing this? Yes. Uh, Ether, it, it used to be in the hundreds. Now it's at like $4,000. So, yes, I've made money off, off Ether. Bitcoin right now has yeah. gone down a little bit. So, I mean, it's 50-50. Okay, it's not called Ether, first of all. Ethereum. Yeah, yes. (laughs) Second of all, you just talked about what it it costs. I don't ever recall you actually buying it and then selling it. No, I bought it, and I'm just letting it... Go up, but yes, some. We told Abby to get. So it you haven't on t- made any money yet. So so you haven't made any money yet. <laughs> okay, me and Scuba g- got Abby a ton of money on Dogecoin, so she owes us for that. Yes, she lost. By the way, Dogecoin what? tanked. I oh, bought some of God. that just to be funny. It ta- it's it's worth like a fifth of what it was worth. Anyways, it was at fifty cents, and she won ten times her money. So at one time. I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Abby, you're down fifteen thousand dollars right yes, now.
7: Yes, that's terrible. I uh,
2: I don't. Even lunchbox w- is shaking his head like or karma or got her. I'm just saying, you guys always talk about me having karma and bad things happen to me. You know, when you do bad things, bad things happen. So, I mean, she didn't do a bad thing. She played a prank on you. That's it. Well, maybe I'm playing a prank on do her. Do you think oh, she deserves? God. Oh my.
0: Do you think she deserves that fifteen thousand dollars stolen from her lunchbox? Nah, that's probably pretty bad. Okay. I mean, but and she's then secondly. Get- you're pulling a prank on her like you know how to hack anything. You can't even <laughs> log into your own computer. That's true. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> Abby, let us know how this turns out. I'm sorry that happened to you.
7: I will. I'm nervous. That's like a new car. Yeah, me too. Whew.
0: That's real money. Okay. I was surprised that, again, like Amy, I was like, you just had $15,000 in an account like that?
7: <laughs> yeah, um, well, yeah, in my savings. Not okay. in my checking. Th- I'm thank a you, good Abby. We
0: hope, we hope this works itself out.
7: Thank you. Me too. alright
0: right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye like I'm on the phone with her <laughs> see ya see ya right. talk to you later <laughs> <laughs> on the phone is Angela in Colorado
1: I wanted your opinion and I also wanted to ask the studio to help um, with something I, me and my husband are kind of biased to the situation so we just need somebody else's opinion Okay. so we have a 29 year old son that has had four children the first one was born while he was in high school and we adopted him he's 13 now And then he married and had two more children, divorced that wife, and has gone on to his second wife and has a child. He has pretty much disowned all three of the older children. I felt that my son needed to know that he had other family in the world, so I introduced him this summer to his brother and sister, who are six and four. My first wife posted pictures on Facebook of him with his brother and sister, and my son contacted me and said that um, because I had contacted them. He was disowning us, and he cut us off. We're going to be in the Austin area of Tex- uh, Texas for Christmas, and we thought maybe we should stop by his house so we could see the fourth grandson. And I kind of want your opinion on should I leave it alone, or should I bombard him and stand on his front porch and say, I'm sorry, I'm I'm Grandma and Mom, and this is the way it's going to be.
0: Okay, I'm a little lost here with the 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 kind of the pyramid here explain to me what's happening
6: amy
5: well so she has custody of his first kid who's 13 and then he got married and had two other kids Mm -hmm. but wasn't really involved with the 13 year old at all well she felt like the 13 year old should know the other brother and sister in his life so she got them together for a meeting without his permission
0: now i understand okay (laughs) Ooh, and now you want to go and jump on the porch at Christmas.
5: Right, because he said he saw that the meeting went down yeah. on Facebook and he got mad and said, I'm cutting y'all off. You're out of my life.
0: Okay. Well, just- I would say don't do it at Christmas. I know you're going to be in the area. And I know this is a, a, a really sensitive subject. It's, it's family. It's messy. Sometimes family is extremely messy. I don't know that I would use Christmas as the time to do that because it could actually r- ruin... And hurt a lot of folks' as holiday at the same time. Um, I do think that you need to try to reestablish that relationship with your son, even if it is you saying, "Hey, we're going to do this." Um, I, why is he so hurt? Why is he Why is he running so much?
1: I that's a good question. He's pretty much just disowned the the three oldest children. He, he even tells people that. The only child he has is the one that's with him
0: now. Mm. I wonder if he's so like, embarrassed he about how he handled the earlier situations, the earlier children. I, I think that happened a lot with my biological father, who I don't know. I think he became so humiliated how he handled it when he ran away at 17 years old and left me that he just then was like, No, nah, I'm a kid. It was a way for him to cope because he was so embarrassed. Um, I wouldn't do it at Christmas. I'm not against you doing it at another time or trying to reestablish that relationship through different means, but I just don't think I would do it at Christmas.
5: Okay, what about, it's kind of like she's saying, do we not do anything or do I show up on his porch and bombard him? I mean, maybe there's a maybe there's a happy medium of if you do truly want to just let him know you care and you want to give a gift to the fourth grandbaby, you just drop a package off with a card and a thoughtful note on his porch and and don't even make it a thing, but he'll know it's there and he'll know you're still thinking of him and the grandbaby gets the gift.
0: Thoughts on that?
1: I mean, that's the way to go, I guess.
0: I just wouldn't show up and do anything in in person if he doesn't want it at the holiday. I think Mm -hmm. that's just too too messy of a situation in general. It it could get worse. I think you need to wade into this water because it is a deep pool and it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take some swimming lessons. Yeah. And so I would I would slowly wade into this, and I don't think the holidays is the time to do that. But I think Amy has a point. If you just want to show that you support the kid, you could drop it off, leave it a card. He could just not even give her the card, you know. If it's
5: right, I, but if you want to, even if you have words for him, you could leave him a card and a gift, and so that way you've extended that that branch to him that like you're his mom, you care about him, you care about this grandbaby. He is. Again, we, we don't know the full story, but I feel like, yeah, he's running from something. And so while you, he may think he doesn't need you or family in his life, I think it'll mean more to know that y'all are still around if he ever does need
0: you. And I'll say this, Angela, that later on in life, he's going to look back at this and realize he was a knucklehead and he's going to have wished he would have handled it differently. And you could kind of be on the good side of that. You can, you can help them realize that earlier. It isn't going to be pleasant. I think there are family members of mine, and not just with me, but with other members of my family, because again, we don't, I don't have that close of a family, um, except for my sister who I've only recently become unestranged from in the past few years. I think they hate that fact that we were all so distant for so long because everybody was humiliated at the lives we were living. So he's eventually going to come back around and want all these relationships. It can be up to you to start to string that together very slowly. Just don't expect it to happen immediately like this Christmas. I appreciate you guys. I know that ain't the easiest answer. I know that's probably not what you wanted to hear, but um, hang in there. It's going to be a long, difficult road, but it will be a road that I do think eventually you will get to the end of and you will get to be a family again. And if you don't, for some reason, at least you tried and you won't look at yourself as someone who quit or didn't put in the effort.
1: Good advice. I appreciate it. Thank
0: you so much. Merry Christmas. Okay, good luck. Mm, That's tough. (laughs) It's tough. It's tough tough for sure. All right, Angela, have a a great day. Thank you for calling us, and hopefully we'll get a good update in a couple years. (laughs) Heck, hopefully we have a a job in a couple years.
1: (laughs) Yeah, call us if we're still here. Otherwise, you'll have
0: to call me at home. (laughs) All right, thank you, Angela.
1: Happy holidays from Bobby and the Bobby Bones Show.
3: Bobby Bones
2: Show.
1: Bonehead. Story of the day.
2: This story comes to us from Denver, Colorado. The city's top ticket enforcer, the one for parking meters, he's the top one in the city. He's in trouble now because he got 21 tickets and he went in the system and canceled them.
0: Oh. oh. So, I, I, you're probably not well liked if you're the top ticket enforcer, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no chance. They hate you. I mean, you are looking for every car parked wrong to boop, pop him with a ticket.
5: Yeah. So he was the top administer of tickets, mm-hmm. but he also received 21 himself. Yes. yes. He thought he
0: probably could, could live by whatever rules he wanted to. Mm. And he,
2: his excuse was, oh, I was doing a mystery shopper thing. I was testing the other parking enforcers. Oh. So he went in the computer system once he got tickets someone says ah void it void it void it 21 times
0: that's pretty good to go I'm testing the others
2: yeah
5: (laughs) I mean that I'd be like wow good look at you I don't hate it yeah
0: I don't what's his name did did it say his name Uh, his name is Jonathan Featherstone yeah justice for Jonathan (laughs) I'm
2: on team Jonathan on this one All right, I'm Lunchbox that's your bonehead story of the day
0: according to a new survey people are spending more money on coffee wine and beer than they are on retirement or savings think about this everybody just Let the wheels turn in your head. Do you spend more money on coffee, alcohol? I'll throw lottery tickets in there, Lunchbox. Okay, that works. Then you do your savings. You go first, Lunchbox.
2: Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I don't even know how you guys save now. I mean, I got three kids, and the lottery is my ticket to being able to save. So I put more towards lottery than I do anything else. Do you
0: put more towards the lottery than you do your kids' future, like college fund?
2: I don't have a college fund. <laughs> I mean, I'm, honestly, just being being real with you guys, don't have a college fund for my kids. Zero percent.
0: Okay, and that's fine. I mean, I don't think any of us grew up with college. I definitely didn't grow up with a I didn't point. have one, so I, I think don't think they need one. Okay. Do you wish you would have had one?
2: Oh uh, Yeah, I wish I didn't have to pay for college and take out loans and all that, but, I mean, that's life. It teaches you, it teaches you how to pay back and that's what I did and I paid the minimum for so many years and they finally wiped off my debt and said hey man don't have to pay us anymore
0: do you think your kids would appreciate it later on if you didn't spend all the money on lottery tickets and put some forward even if it were you know uh, old beat up car when they were 16 or something like that
2: probably but I think they would appreciate it more if I hit the lottery. Mm-hmm. So I think they, I mean, if I talk, I sat them down when they're 16, be like, look, you could have this beat up car or you could have had the hope of this Lambo over here. They would
0: choose the hope for the Lambo. They would have chosen hope that did that. And looking back, didn't turn into anything that they could use and live with. or.
2: Didn't, yeah, I think they, they would see the the grass is greener on the other side and they would be like, dad, I want you to keep playing that
0: lottery because I want that Lambo before I go to college. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Amy, what about you? Are you? Do you spend more money on wasting stuff or your kids' future?
5: I I can see how that easily could get out of control and can happen, but we're we're pretty good at saving. So
0: yeah, yeah. Well, also, I, I, I am not because I was told earlier in the show I don't have kids, so I'm stupid. So <laughs> you can go back on the podcast and hear that. No, That's not I say exactly how that what you said. Yeah. That's what I believe. A uh, South Carolina woman who was badly injured after stepping on a rusty nail at a Walmart has been awarded $10 million in damages. What? Wow. For a That's nail? That's some significant money. Did that is she $10 get million. Doll hairs. Tetanus? Uh-huh. What is that when you step on a nail? Tetanus? She suffered an infection from the incident, which resulted in multiple surgeries. Oh. And eventually her right leg was amputated above the knee. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, oh, yes. Yeah.
5: How much oh. did she get? $10
0: <laughs> $10 million. $10 million. Oh. yeah.
5: Okay. All right. Makes sense now.
0: Well, okay. Take would it. you be would you be? Okay, so I was going to ask. No. Lunchbox, you're basically saying you would live that part of that your life for 10 million? million. Yeah. I
2: mean, I can I can get a uh what is it called, prosthesis? Prosthetic, Prosthetic leg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get one of those and I have my other leg, I think I could do it. For 10 million dollars? I mean, I could retire. Would you not give up one of your legs for 10 million? No. Oh. Well,
0: well would you, Amy?
5: I I don't think so, but also don't like this game, you, but, but you, <laughs>
0: yeah, it's
5: this <tough. laughs> is not fun. You did consider
0: it though. You didn't say no. You said, I don't think so. No,
5: I don't. Yeah. Well, cause I don't know when it happens in my desperate, I, I could see where that could come in handy for a lot mm. of people and that might be like, okay, and you can live a full life that way. They have great prosthetics and. Ways uh, okay, to get I'm around. Just
0: asking if you would do it. I I, I understand <laughs> that different situations happen to different people. Okay, but no. Would you do it?
2: No. Like right. Bobby, okay. like you're always into pitching these shows to TV networks. This is a show you should pitch. Like, hey, we get a big stack of cash and we offer people like chop off your leg for or the case chop of money. off a hand for a case of money and you don't know what's in the case. I mean, that would be yeah. There are three riveting. cases. Two of them have money. One has <laughs> raw beef. Yes, and I mean, people would chop off fingers, and that would be the. Gr- I mean put it on netflix squid games like that i mean people would Mm. eat it up
0: oh boy uh the iconic house from home alone is ready for people to airbnb it you can live in the home alone house if you do that you need to be in a house with a lot of home alone memorabilia too right like if you're going to go stay in the airbnb house you hope there's like home alone clothes and memorabilia am i right on this yes yes yeah um there's going to be a disney plus reboot of home alone home sweet home alone i believe is the name of it yeah it's out already oh it's out yep Oh, well, there you go. Home sweet home alone. What's it about, Mike? Basically, just a reboot in like modern day. Yeah. So. Well, can't he just like call his mom on her cell phone as soon as they leave him? <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of address that. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's what's up with today's show. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones.
3: The Bobby Bones Show.